Good morning for Wednesday, January 17, 2018. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Pentagon plan expands nuclear policy. FBI detains man it says betrayed U.S. spies in China. And child health plan seen as lure to avert shutdown. In today's national headlines, veneer of a private school hid scene of horror. Bannon is facing two subpoenas in Russia inquiries. And in exam, Trump is found to be of sound mind and body. In today's business headlines, GE Capital drags down its parent and CEO. Flurry of lawsuits fight repeal of net neutrality. And YouTube adds more scrutiny for ads on top-tier videos. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Frank Bruni. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story. Pentagon plan expands nuclear policy. Reported from Washington by David E. Sanger and William J. Broad. A newly drafted United States nuclear strategy that has been sent to President Trump for approval would permit the use of nuclear weapons to respond to a wide range of devastating but non-nuclear attacks on American infrastructure, including the most crippling kind of cyber attacks. For decades, American presidents have threatened first use of nuclear weapons against enemies in only very narrow and limited circumstances. But the new document is the first to expand that to include attempts to destroy infrastructure like a country's power grid or communications that would be most vulnerable to cyber weapons. The draft document called the Nuclear Posture Review is being reviewed by the White House. The draft was first published last week by HuffPost. It called the strategic picture facing the United States bleak, citing not only Russian and Chinese nuclear advances, but advances made by North Korea and potentially Iran. The Pentagon declined to comment on the draft assessment because Trump has not yet approved it. The White House also declined to comment. But three current and former senior government officials said large cyber attacks against the United States and its interests would be included in the kinds of foreign aggression that could justify a nuclear response. The officials spoke on the condition of anonymity. Gary Seymour, who was a top nuclear advisor to President Barack Obama, said much of the draft strategy repeats the essential elements of Obama declaratory policy word for word, including its declaration that the United States would only consider the use of nuclear weapons in extreme circumstances. The biggest difference lies in new wording about what constitutes extreme circumstances. In the Trump administration's draft, those circumstances could include significant non-nuclear strategic attacks. It said that could include attacks on the U.S. allied or partner civilian population or infrastructure and attacks on U.S. or allied nuclear forces, their command and control, or warning and attack assessment capabilities. The draft does not explicitly say a crippling cyber attack against the United States would be among the extreme circumstances, but experts called a cyber attack one of the most efficient ways to paralyze systems like the power grid, cell phone networks, and the Internet. In 2001, we struggled with how to establish deterrence for terrorism because terrorists don't have populations or territory to hold at risk. 
Cyber poses a similar quandary, said Corey Shake, a senior National Security Council and State Department official during President George W. Bush's administration, who is now the Deputy Director General of the International Institute for Strategic Studies in London. So if cyber can cause physical malfunction of major infrastructure resulting in deaths, Sheikh said, the Pentagon has now found a way to establish a deterrent dynamic. Here's the second story on the front page. FBI detains man, it says, betrayed U.S. spies in China. Reported from Washington by Adam Goldman. A former CIA officer suspected by investigators of helping China dismantle U.S. spying operations and identify informants has been arrested, the Justice Department said on Tuesday. The collapse of the spy network was one of the American government's worst intelligence failures in recent years. The arrest of the former officer, 53-year-old Jerry Chun Shing Li, capped an intense FBI inquiry that began around 2012, two years after the CIA began losing its informants in China. More than a dozen CIA informants were killed or imprisoned by the Chinese government. The counterintelligence investigation into how the Chinese managed to hunt down American agents was a source of friction between the CIA and FBI. Lee, who left the CIA in 2007, has been living in Hong Kong and working for a well-known auction house. He was apprehended at Kennedy Airport in New York on Monday and charged in federal court in Northern Virginia with the unlawful retention of national defense information. He appeared in Brooklyn Federal Court on Tuesday and is being held there while awaiting transfer to Virginia. The FBI apparently learned that Lee was traveling to the United States and scrambled to charge him on...